Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, anime, video games, and let you know if it's worth a second. I am your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by Eliza Doolittle. Good evening, Miss Doolittle. Good evening. It's nice to have you on the podcast. Today we are talking about WandaVision, the new show from uh, Marvel Studios. And this show is uh, coming after a long hiatus due to, obviously, from COVID. This is Marvel's, I'm not going to say it's their first television show in the MCU, but their first show that the big producer, the big man himself, uh, Kevin Feige, is actually has his hands on. uh, Because we had shows like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A lot of the Marvel shows, all owned by Disney, were kind of splintered about shows like The Runaways. Uh, You had the Netflix shows like Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, The Defenders, Iron Fist. And uh, they were all kind of set to be in the MCU, but uh, and they acknowledged stuff in the MCU. However, the MCU did not acknowledge them. And uh, I feel like that is a shame when it comes to Daredevil and Jessica Jones, and that's about it. Uh, however, I did hear that Charlie Cox's Daredevil will be in the new Spider-Man movie, so we will see what happens there. But in this new show, WandaVision, uh, show run by Jack Schaefer, uh, she was a co-writer on Captain Marvel and is also a co-writer on Black Widow. Um, this show basically takes, uh, basically kind of takes a weird look at the relationship of Wanda and Vision. And of course you're wondering how Vision, he was killed and thoroughly so in uh, Avengers Infinity? Infinity War. There we go. Killed in Infinity War. And so we're like, what's going on here? And so the show is very much built in mystery and it's very much built around this mystery of what's going on because last time we saw Wanda, she was mourning uh, Vision's death and the fact that they couldn't bring him back along with everybody else at the end of Avengers Endgame. And now all of a sudden her and Vision are in this like 1950s, 1960s black and white, uh, very wholesome kind of TV sitcom. Kind of going through time. Going through time for sure because after the first two episodes they kind of transfer into like uh, color television. So we're going from like 50s and 60s like straight into the 70s. And I think that was still 60s at the end of, the, or maybe moving into color at the end of it. Yeah, you're like just and like, then like immediately 70s on the third. Immediately Wait, 70s. I don't yeah. know when was color TV a thing. Maybe I don't know. You and I are both young. Yeah, <laughs> but I do know that black and white TV was like in the 60s. Then I think late 50s. I would say 50s and 60s. I remember, I'm pretty sure Bewitch changed from a black and white show to a color show. Wait, Bewitch went to color at some point? Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, this show definitely does, like she said, with Bewitch, takes a lot of nods from a lot of classic shows. Uh, Bewitch. Bewitch. Is definitely uh, one. Dick Van Dyke Dick show. Dick Van Dyke. Um, um, Brady Bunch in episode three. Brady see. Bunch for sure. Um, also like I Dream of Jeannie. I Dream of Jeannie, yeah. Uh, I, I, and I do like, the uh, one thing I do like is that every episode has a different opening. Like fitting that uh, that that decade's style of uh, of TV show opening. Yeah, they're definitely taking from the the shows that they're they're referencing in the openings. I think the cartoon one. I think that was episode two. Yeah, that felt very I Dream of Genie. 
also very bewitched. Also, yeah. I, I would say kind of a combination of both, yeah. but it was definitely, it was definitely an homage to that. And what I, one of the things I want to say about the show, because the show, um, you know, it's, the opening of the first one seemed like kind of like Dick Van Dyke. Very Dick Van Dyke, but I felt like this, the first one didn't even have an opening. Like an it opening. did. It was like them singing about how they're new in town and they're but, buying a house. But but it was, but there wasn't like an opening, like an opening intro to say who this who this character is was there i thought it was just them going and going them going into yeah the but house. it was like there's a whole song remember they okay like she's oh, a robot oh yeah she's magic when, when he walks How into the house and walks in the door and yeah. Stuff. yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah 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 you're right and so what i do like is that this show which i feel like because it's doing like it's doing this all this homage to the old school style of television it could easily go into uh, satire, and it feels like they're playing it pretty straight, which I do like, and they're just kind of, like, they have subtle nods of, like, things that are more modern, like, when in episode, uh, three, spoilers, by the way, uh, when they're talking about pregnancy, the guy's like, well, a woman would understand the fruit thing, so let's talk about the fruit, uh, you know, like, so here's how old your baby, here's how big your baby is based on whatever fruit you can compare it to, and they, she kind of gives a look like, I, I don't understand how time works, but that's, and that was, kind of and, and that kind of thing would have been in a TV show back then. It would have not have it, it would. I feel like it, it wouldn't have, have been taken as like a joke. Yeah, like, like a little wink at like like look how you know misogynist things were back in the day. It it would have just been like a thing they would have said and they would have moved on. And this they definitely like they say it and they go like ah, and then they kind of move past. Which I I, I do like and it, and it works for humor and works at it works at jabbing at uh, where television uh, used to be. But did you notice, like, he when he caught the papaya mm-hmm. um, vision next to her stomach and then she grew? I, I did not notice that. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up now. I mean, she does. I mean, she is growing pretty but fast. But I feel like he caught the papaya and then she was like, look. Like, I feel like it was, like, also brought back the fruit thing that the doctor said. Like, it was, like, in her mind to connect those two now. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't notice if that. If she is the one that's making her pregnancy progress well of course she is i mean they're I doing feel like this show this this town i don't know if it's like wanda or whatever but this town has definitely been like heavily kind of like well, i guess like subtly and heavily i don't know like since episode one being like you should have kids first we have um vision and wanda have dinner with mr hart and mrs hart mm-hmm. and mrs hart's like why don't you have kids immediately and then in the second episode, we hear, you know, for the children several, several times. Several times. And then she, like, wishes herself into pregnancy, I guess. And then by the third, she's having this very accelerated pregnancy. So I'm like, there's definitely some sort of a plot with the children. There's a lot that you can read in from the comics of, like, what the children are going to be. You know, there's, like, several different different storylines with that so yeah they definitely uh those two characters have kids in the comics they're actually uh twins along with the fact that you know acknowledging that wanda herself is a twin her brother being uh quicksilver who we know died in age of ultron this show maybe yeah. this universe will bring him back uh when she talked about maybe him. i hope not otherwise i feel like i mean death is already kind of a revolving door of bring back whoever's popular i feel like i mean it's definitely like i don't know I think Vision maybe can only exist in this fake reality. Oh well, yeah, she's, she's, created. she's definitely like so a figment of her we're her going powers. Going to have to get rid of like they're still dead. Yeah, he's definitely still dead. Like, cause and like, cause like I love. I don't know, maybe. Cause there's definitely so this um. It'll be definitely sad to have 
to have her say goodbye again. Yeah, for sure. And I, well, this feels like her coping with it. Like, she, like, it like, feels like, like, like her like, coping with it. And like, she people, didn't get to accept. Like, he hasn't accepted it yet. My theory is that she's coping with it. And the people in the town, it's just like whoever already lived there is now trapped. Yeah. This and is, that's why some of them are kind of glitching. Like, you know, you see their neighbor, what's his name, Herb? Uh, the black guy? Yeah. Is it Herb? I don't remember his name. I just remember him cutting Herman. Herman. I don't. I don't remember almost Dang. anyone's name. I forget his name. Completely. I just know that. I just know what character you're talking I, about. If you describe yeah, it. Yeah, it was him, and he was like sawing through this brick fence, and then Vision was like, "You're sawing through a brick fence." A brick fence, and he's and like, he was oh, like, "Oh, sorry." So I am. It was like he was like glitching. Like he yeah. he knew he he was like remembering something. Oh no, no, something yeah. was happening. Yeah, it was so very. So I think these people in this town are kind of asleep. I do think it's... there are people in this town that are taking advantage of Wanda's coping mechanism and trying to, like, infiltrate, like, we're having these, you know, who, Agnes and Dottie seem suspicious. Yeah, and there's also, I would say... And then we also have Sword trying to infiltrate to help Wanda out of this, which yeah. she doesn't like. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's, like, taking away her fantasy, which is what anytime, she wants to stay in. Anytime somebody says anything that's gonna r remind Wanda that this that's, is a fake reality, she has done very drastic things. She has rewinded vision statements. Twice. She has, uh, in the first episode, we see Mr. Hart kind of asking very aggressively, why are you here? What are you doing? Like, like trying to connect things, and he immediately starts choking. Mm -hmm. and, and then we see Mrs. Hart at first jokingly saying stop it, like, stop it, stop it, and then it kind of turns, like, kind of panicky, like, she's not telling Mr. Hart to stop it, she's, like, begging, pleading, panicking for Wanda to make it stop. Yeah, it's very, uh, this is very, I don't know if you ever watched The Twilight Zone, but this is very much an homage to an episode mm -hmm. called It's a Good Life, where basically this entire town is basically subject to this six-year-old kid who basically has the power to do anything with his mind. And they have to just be nice to him because he's mm -hmm. six, but he can like literally make you not exist if he so chooses. And this town is kind of isolated from everything else. So they have to just basically do everything from scratch. They can't go anywhere. All radio signals can't get out. And they kind of have to just be, whatever he does, they have to like compliment like as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Just, just so they don't like, basically he'll like basically zap them and they'll go into the, like this called this cornfield of no return where they can't get out. And so it feels very much like that, except, Wanda's that kid, but they don't realize that they are kind of creating this. Like, I think I think she knows to a point. Because I think it, she doesn't want to remember. She's, like, forcing herself well, to she, well, well, she doesn't, but I feel like there are moments where she does. We saw what happened like, to Monica Rambo when Monica was, like, she was like, I had a twin, and then Monica was like, oh, here's my opening. Maybe I'm going to push yeah. her a little farther and see what happens. And she did not like that, and she was immediately ejected out of this yeah. universe. And, and every time, and you know, somebody comes up in a beehive suit, and they're, she's like, oh, nope, that didn't happen. And then Vision is like, isn't this kind of weird that something is happening? She's just like, oh, nope, that didn't happen. Like, every, she just keeps rewinding and, like, resetting. It's very, like I said, that episode of Twilight Zone, but also the people, like you said, when they glitch, it reminded me of the Truman Show. When yeah. they, the actor's not knowing what to do mm -hmm. when, like, he catches them. The stop it, like, Mrs. Hart saying stop it reminded yeah. me of Truman Show. Oh. Also, you, she rewinds every time something that she doesn't like is happening. It's, like, exactly what happened to Vision. It's, like, he was rude. She had to kill him, and then 
and then um, Thanos rewinded and then took it. And, and took it and then killed him. So, so she's she had, kind of like so rewinded. So she had to watch it twice. So I think it's kind of like, I'm kind of like, I'm rewinding to what I wish could have too. I yeah. don't know. I think that's kind of like, there's a parallel yeah. there. I can't say it. There's, right, a, there's, there's definitely a parallel there for sure. And they're kind of playing um, fast and loose with her powers because her powers are very weird in the comics, along with being able to like move stuff with her mind. She has like this thing called um, probability manipulation. She can manipulate things to just work in her favor. And so like... Sometimes her powers doesn't work in this universe, like when she's trying to get rid of that stork. Yeah. So I feel like she's not in full control. Well, she's not in... Well, I feel like she's not in full control when she's like, when anything has to do with her, her pregnancy. Like any time, anytime she has a contraction, something goes Let's off. talk about that pregnancy scene or that giving birth scene. Yeah. Okay. All of her powers were going everywhere, and you know nobody really noticed or said anything about it. It was just her and Monica Rambo, whose name keeps changing. By the way, mm-hmm. she was first introduced as Geraldine, and she seemed like she forgot her name or didn't think to have one mm-hmm. at first because Mo- Monica or Wanda was like, "Hi, I'm Wanda." She was like, "I'm." Geraldine, yeah. like she thought of it on the spot. And yeah. then when she comes over to her house in the third episode, she's like, oh, hi, Geraldine. She's like, oh, it's Foxy. And I was like, "Yeah, is she? Is somebody telling her to change her name? Well, I don't know what the name change means, but I thought it was interesting that she just kind of changed her name to maybe fit the times because of, you know, Foxy Brown. Yeah, Foxy Brown in the 70s, so it's definitely kind of changing for that. That definitely is a good, that's definitely like a really good point. But, um, and then also Vision for the first time, sorry to get off track there, Vision for the first time uses his super speed, uses superpowers in public when he's racing to get the doctor and racing back and nobody says anything about it before. They've been very careful about like, not, we can't have our powers in front of people. Well, typically, no. Because, like, in episode one, when he's choking, she just does it in front of the wife. and Yeah, but he's, like, down on the floor. But, like, the wife... it also seems like she made them forget yeah, but again, like, it's it's very much like, again, like you said before, he did it in front and nobody cared, but then at that point, he does it in front of her, she erases memories, so it's like, can't she ever, she can erase memories too, she can just live things with her mind, she can change her jacket from like a raincoat to a fur coat, you know what I mean, she can make, she can make living things like storks just exist because, The stork was a painting on the wall, it, she brought it to like, Yeah, but it was also all on the wall already, because then we're good, it's, it's in the next to the painting at one point when the girl walks in. No, I think the painting from the wall came to life. No, I th- well, no, I thought that like it stood up next to the painting, so that mm-hmm. it began when it went in the girl walking in because she's like trying to hide the stork for the entire episode. I have to watch it again. I thought, yeah, like, I thought because that, that was a joke that it like stood up next to the painting like it was the painting, and then she's like, "Oh no, you didn't tell me you were like having a baby," and then she's like, "Oh, by the way, you're already nine months pregnant." <laughs> so, but, but yeah, um, I think the doctor definitely is. He was talking about getting out of town. Mm-hmm. And then after he's raced to her house and he's leaving, and then Vision's like, "Oh, so you're gonna go out of town now, right?" And he's like, "Um, actually, I can't because small towns are very hard to get out of." And he seemed very nervous. Yeah. And then I um, mean, on top of that, I mean, episode that was also very Truman Showy. I mean, on, on top of that, can't on, get out of town. Well, yeah, and on top of that, episode three, we basically see outside. 
So we know that it's In like, episode one, we're immediately taken to that, like, sword monitoring. Yeah, like, yeah. What is that, presumably... That monitor, yeah, like, it feels very cabin in the wood. This is all being... They're watching us, and then, you know, by episode three, it's like, oh, this is full Truman Show. So this dude. means, like, she's broadcasting this? Her? Or, like, Wanda is broadcasting it? Or are there, like, security cameras throughout? No, well, I feel like they put her in, like, this... I feel... Uh, this is this is all speculation now, mm-hmm. but I feel like they put her in this dome, and she's just projected her own reality within this dome and they're just Mm. like and like this may be like i mean honestly this feels like this could be some kind of like they're doing therapy for her and this is the way they do it Hmm. because with someone with these powers this is how they can actually walk i don't think because jared or geraldine foxy monica whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) seem Mm -hmm. to want to get her to snap back into reality yeah, but they're also everyone. She was pushing like she, she pushed for sure, but she. But again, you said she had to find that open. Like she didn't just immediately just say, "Hey, this is all." I feel like all she reality. pushed too far though, too fast. Too yeah, far. too fast. Yeah, well, too far, too fast. Yeah, but again, like the mind, the mind just doesn't take. If it's trying to do something, it, like it is, like you can't just be forward with it to jog it out. You you, you kind of have to be subtly, like therapy. You kind of have to like slowly kind of engineer it to kind of think a certain way and I feel like they're kind of doing that I feel like that character the the heart guy may have actually like may actually be like these may actually all be people that are trying to help her mm-hmm. in reality and we're seeing them as these characters mm-hmm. like like as these characters uh, what else you got um those hexagons 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 tell me about they those hexagons they really love hexagons um in the show closing shots are you know how in old old movies most you'll see the circles and it will close the people's black. Oh, they yeah. use hexagons. Mm-hmm. Very odd choice because it's not typically done. They're like sticking with the style of like close zeroing into black, but it's with a hexagon shape. Is, is I feel the, like that's very purposeful. Isn't that the shape of the the soul stone on his head though too? I don't know. Is it? I thought it was because. But it's also WandaVision like... or WandaVision. Um. The Scarlet Witch's beams are often called, like, hex. Hex bolts, yeah. Yeah. Hex bolt. That's and the, also, like, a hex is, like, a spell that you put spell, on yeah. someone. Yeah. So this is all her spell. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, like, a there's, there's, wink to that. There's definitely a wink to that. I mean, he, he's also wearing, like, a... Isn't it, like, a hexagonal-type design on his tie that he always... No, no, he did have a tie that was like a square and two dots. And there's like in something inside of it. Yeah, I there felt, were two I, I, like I felt, dots. I felt very symbolic of something that they're trying. I've to heard people say later. that it's like two people trapped in a dump, like or mm-hmm. pe- you know, which is what's happening. So do you think that like? Well, no, that's not true. I was gonna say maybe they're the only ones trapped in there, but obviously those are real people trapped in yeah. there. Because she kicked out a real person and a real person. That was flew like out. someone that infiltrated in. Also, we see like. Sometimes her, so we hear, I think, in episode two, we hear a helicopter, and then um, she, Wanda's like, what's that? And then walks outside and finds that red helicopter, helicopter very, uh, that's turned into a toy now. Yeah, very homage to uh, Pleasantville, with, that like, with, the, with the color in black and white. I'm but, yeah, thinking that was probably a real, real helicopter that, she into a toy. that just... Went too close to the dome, and then she turned it into, and because it was like it can't resi- exist in this reality, and so she was like, "Oh no, that can't be a thing," and so she turned it into a toy, and or and it was also red and gold. It was Iron Manny colors. Did it have a sword logo on it? I think it might have even had a sword logo on it. Let's. So what were you saying about uh, those advertisements? <laughs> advertisements. In episode one, we see one for the Toastmate two thousand. 
by Stark Industries. Stark. In episode two, we see the Strucker Watch by Hydra. In episode three, we see the Hydra Soap Luxury Bath Powder. Hmm. And you said the, uh, you mentioned the helicopter, right? Yeah. That it was, uh, actually, it had the sword on it, but it was also, but it was also colored like the Iron Man armor, though. Yeah. Like, they're they're doing a lot of, uh, they're definitely doing a, it feels like Lost. Uh, I was talking with Miss Doolittle off mic about, uh, just this show, even though it's only like a six to eight episode, I believe, miniseries, they're like putting a lot of, like, Things to be like considered for theories. This is definitely one of those shows you want to like just pull up theories. Uh, could be uh, speaking of theories, do you have any theories on this show? My theory is that I do think the so the slogan for Westview um, is home is where you make it. Mm-hmm. So I do think that Wanda has made this. Oh yeah, for sure. Reality for herself. And that sword is trying to get her out of it. And I think people have infiltrated the town like Agnes and um, maybe even Dottie to mm-hmm. take advantage of this want, this situation. I think maybe something it's something to do with the children because they've like talked about children in like all these three episodes. Also, who is Agnes's husband? She's mentioned him several times. My husband Ralph is this. My husband Ralph is that. Oh, the one she's always talking shit about. But we never have seen him. I think that's super suspicious. And also, Mr. Hart is like... Also, Mr. Hart has disappeared when uh, they were at that fundraiser and magic show thing. We we see Mrs. Hart, but no Mr. Hart. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's also been ejected. Yeah. But Ralph, maybe he's the... He's like has sinister intentions and that's why Maybe. we haven't seen him yet it's weird so because you mentioned like people trying to help her out and people also are trying to like use her it feels like this is very there were good guys and bad guys inside of this hallucination that they're that, all that infiltrating that they're all infiltrating yeah. and it, but it's also like again like i said before in episode three we see the outside of it mm-hmm. so it's obviously a controlled area it's not just like She's, it's not, it's not like this imaginary place that, like, only she's gone to her to head, like, something in Legion. This is, like, literally, like... I think we saw in one of the trailers Monica looking into the town from out of the dome. Yeah, well, yeah, that was... That like was, a that, regular town. That, I, oh, we did? Because I... Oh, from, from a trailer or something? Yeah, I think oh, okay. it looked like a regular town, so I don't think you can see from mm-hmm. the outside mm-hmm. that it's, like... Yeah, she's, you know, she's giving not it... Not a modern town. She, she's giving it that... That look yeah. all her own. I find that interesting that she's that she is projecting this, being that she's not from America. Her character, mm-hmm. but like she, but she's kind of shows that she's kind, of, but she's hiding within this idealized American, I guess, you know, classic nuclear mm-hmm. family kind of ideal. Considering that she just, I mean, I, I guess if you're if you were from the outside. You would kind of get all these all these American shows, and you'd be like, "I guess this is what America is like." Because when you live anywhere else, the only thing uh, a lot of what we get from other cultures are just their media. So we're like, "I guess this is what they're like." This is the only kind of media like we've gotten from them. And so. I think that's why they draw so heavily from TV shows of that era. It's because it's like what she's seen on TV, like The House 
in episode three looks like it was like specifically modeled after the Brady Bunch house. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So For, like, like I mean yeah. you know just the house, uh, the way that Vision's suit is actually just tailored is like from those shows like they like they go into I will applaud them for going into great detail and there are some things that are very like seem like shot for shot like oh I remember like Like, yeah like like a character doing this exact thing like walking in to this mark hitting that mark saying this line at this time and even like even just the way they pose or like shrug Mm -hmm. at the camera is is very much like an homage and very, and I've, and it, I, I do appreciate, and I said this earlier, that it feels very genuine. It doesn't feel like it's a parody of it. Like they're trying, like they're definitely uh, trying to uh, pay up, uh, pay homage to it as much uh, as, as as much, and then kind of just adding in little updated winks here and there that are fun, but are not not completely taking you out of what's going on. Even though we ourselves are inside of her illusion, trying to figure out what's going on as well. So. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, I gotta say, I, I, I'm digging this show so far. I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, for Marvel, proper, like, their most ambitious in terms of, like, weird, because everything they do is just so cookie-cutter. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I love me some superheroes all day long, but I, they have seldom mixed it up with, with other genres or tried to just do something that was a bit more cerebral. And I think, like, they're, they're tackling that here, and I, I, it's, uh, I hope that, they hope that this show is successful enough that they will take more chances in trying other stuff and not just giving us the superheroes fighting bad guys. Like I, I love that again, but again, that can get repetitive. Like like anything else, you can you can only watch Captain America punch Nazis in the face so many times before you're like, all right, what else? You got any other ideas? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really uh, really digging this right now. Three episodes in anyway. Uh, we'll see. If they can stick the landing, I read that um, this will hand off uh, nicely into the new Doctor Strange movie that she's also um, going to be in with the Multiverse of Madness and and such. But I've also heard, which makes me a bit happier, that this will still be a complete story. And because I'm, I'm very much, I don't like that every piece just has to be a stepping stone to something else, and it can't just be a good story within itself. Like this, like I want it to be a story that I could watch separate from everything else and still enjoy it and not just be like well you need to know everything everything that happened before and it's only and it's only here to set up what's happening after i i I want the story to feel necessary within itself and just be a good story so but what are your thoughts uh just closing remarks and whatnot um i mean i'm excited to see who what the how the children play into things with the next one because it seems like they've been gearing towards that since episode one for the children for the children, so I'm excited about that. There's been a lot of theories about who Agnes is, who Dottie is. Um, I don't really want to read any of those because I just want to wait and see. I also am very interested about who Ralph is. Um, and um, Agnes seems very dedicated to protecting this illusion, and I want to know why. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we are going to leave it here with this show. We will be back when the show is over. I don't want to like have to pop in and out every episode because these are really small episodes. So it's more more to talk about if we just kind of let a few episodes pile up. And this is only like a six to eight episode show. So we'll hop back when the show is over and uh, talk about if they stuck the landing or not. But um, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you for joining us at First Glance. You can listen to us on iTunes and on Podbean. 
And I uh, want to thank Miss Doolittle for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And until next time, thank you for joining us.